All right, Hans and Scotty joining us now from that BYU basketball team, fresh off a huge victory against Kansas in Lawrence. No big deal. Dallin Hall, kind enough to hang out with us. Dallin, how you doing, man? Hey, Dallin. Doing good. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Dude, we're fired up to chat with you. Uh, does the food taste a little bit better? Classes a little bit easier? Life just a little bit better after you after you pick up a win like that? <laughs> Well, the sun's a little bit brighter, so that's nice to come home to. Um, but, no, yeah, everything, it's a good victory for us, obviously. Um, but we see it as a stepping point, you know, not the finish line. And so we're excited to get back to work. Is that the craziest thing you've been a part of in your basketball playing life? Um, yeah, that atmosphere was – a very surreal feeling playing against that team. There's just a ton of history in Kansas and um, that that team and that program that they've built there. And so it was a really surreal feeling. It was fun. So let's go through that game itself because, you know, you get down and it feels like Kansas is going to do what Kansas do, does to most teams in that arena. And that's uh, start to pull away. And then you start reeling them back in. Now, I'm sure the entire game, you always felt like you were going to win that game, but was there a moment where you felt like their confidence was slipping? You're like, hey, they know we're here. They know we're not going away, and uh, and 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 they've got a problem on their hands with our squad. Yeah, I think uh, from the jump, our physicality was greater than theirs, um, and that kind of set the tone. And then as far as when I feel like they really noticed things were getting out of hand is when we had two or three dudes, myself included, in some serious foul trouble. Um, but other dudes were just stepping up and um, kind of closing that lead. Guys like Jackson and, and Foose and, a, and just a bunch of other dudes out there who were carrying the team for us. And I think that had them pretty nervous. Down from your perspective, what is clicking so much more this year that didn't click last year? Why did things look more fluid why do things look uh, more precise? Um, why do things look so much better this year than they did last year? Um, I think that's a, a loaded question. I think there's a lot of factors that play into it. Um, one of the big things is, you know, we're a year older. We have a year of experience under our belt as a team, right? Not just myself, but playing together that's huge we understand um, a little bit more of each other's tendencies and our each other's games and so we have great feel for one another and we also have great trust in one another you know we had the opportunity to go on a foreign tour this summer and really strengthen our relationship as a team with the staff and so it's a really tight-knit group that we have Um, I call it a family and that's what it feels like. And so I think that's a huge part of the success is just the um, unity that we have and the trust in one another. Mm-hmm. So there was, and, and you know, look, I, I, I haven't had a chance to sit down and, and chat with you often, but you do seem like a guy that grew up in a very competitive home. Uh, you look like you're one of the most competitive sons of guns out there. And so when you spend all offseason and everybody's talking about like, oh, BYU is going to the Big 12. Oh, it's the hardest basketball conference in the country. Oh, they're going to be lucky to get three wins in conference play. Uh, You're picked to finish near the bottom of the conference. 
I know you guys try to block out all that stuff, but was there a certain moment where you're like, hey, you know what? We know we're pretty good. We're going to be just fine. Did that add a little chip on your shoulder going into this season? Oh, for sure. 100%. Like, I can't tell you how many times people would, like, ask us, so how do you feel about the Big 12? Like, that was the number one asked question. And we tell them, you know, we feel good. We feel like we uh, got the pieces we need. We're putting in the work. And then we kind of get this side look in their eyes like they didn't believe <laughs> us and our confidence, right? But it was just motivation, fuel to the fire. Um, and then during the season, like from the very jump, you know, we just uh, we played the right brand of basketball from the start. And we built on each game, and our confidence got better and better. And I feel like by the time the Big 12 rolled around, still some people were skeptical, but we uh, we started the season confident in our ability, and it, it's never really faltered. Don, what has Ali Khalifa brought to the locker room and, and to the court? Start with what he's brought to the locker room and then talk about what he's brought to the court that's increased uh, – play for you guys this year yeah ak is a special player um he he brings a lot to our locker room and the fact that he just loves to have fun man he's a great personality he's all about the team and it's rare that you find guys that find like so much joy in creating for their teammates and so that's kind of more of on the court thing but off the floor he just loves to joke around he's a great presence um, he really cares for each of his teammates, and so he's super special in that way. And then on the court, dude is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he's got the nickname the Egyptian Magician. He's crazy. The passes he makes, the IQ he has, um, it's it's obvious to see on both ends of the floor. And so um, he's just a really special talent, and he's been huge for us this year. I want to go back and talk about that that shot that uh, you'll probably be telling your grandkids about someday. Uh, you know, you have an opportunity to put Kansas away. Uh, you line up that three, you knock it down, and you probably – well, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. I want to get your your vibe of what it felt like when you deflated that entire arena, one of the more iconic places in all of college basketball. When you see that thing go down, number one – were you planning on taking that shot all along? When it left your hand, did you know it was going down? And then number three, what was it like? What did it feel like in that arena when that place all of a sudden was like, oh, crap, we're going to lose this game? <laughs> um, it was a really good feeling. I think uh, we had been getting that switch. That's kind of how they guarded us that game with Dickinson switching out. And so I was super excited for that matchup. I didn't know I would necessarily shoot it off the rip. I thought I might try and get downhill and take what the defense gives. But then he switched off and he kind of played back. And so that, the step back is kind of a move that I've worked on a lot, um, especially this off season. And with the space he gave me, I just decided, you know, that was the right play. And as soon as it left my hand, yeah, it felt really good. Um, and... You know, guys, it's this whole year, it's been a different guy that's stepped up every game, which has been super fun. And so this game just happened to be my turn to shoot that shot. And, you know, we, as a team, we just believe in, in shooting it with confidence and living with the results. And so that's kind of was my approach at the end of that game. So 
the arena goes quiet, but could you hear the BYU fans? They were packed in. <laughs> yeah, they started the BYU chant, man. It was awesome. Like, <laughs> Kansas fans were stunned. They were standing up to go home. They were booing the BYU fans. <laughs> it was a pretty uh, amazing, amazing thing. And they were loud, man. Let me tell you, those BYU fans, they were proud and loud in that moment. In that moment, could you hear them through the, the beginning parts of the game or through the, the early parts? You could hear them, yes, when we go on runs. Um, I don't know what it is, but the noise in that gym is just magnified like everything. And so uh, they were definitely um, helping us in that game. And BYU Nation, I mean, Cougar Nation shows out everywhere. So it's really fun to be a part of this program. So, and again, look, you know, your situation was what it was over the last 10 years at BYU, but I got to imagine from your perspective as a player to go from maybe hitting a shot like that and no disrespect to Pepperdine or Pacific or LMU, but hitting a shot like that in one of those gymnasiums and yet, and then the next year doing it in Kansas, what's that transition been like for you guys? You know, because I got to imagine as a competitor, it's been probably a lot of fun to be like oh wow instead of playing it you know on a court that's got volleyball lines on it and 800 people in the stands uh we're playing in front of 16,000 people that want you know that are uh screaming all kinds of obscenities at us i mean how's that been like for your team yeah it's uh you're exactly right it's been a big shift um i think it's it's funny because me and coach we actually were talking about this when we were at our shoot-around at Kansas. He was just like, when you got recruited, you signed up to play in the WCC. You had no idea any of this was coming. And it's true. I mean, that was a while ago, but <laughs> I had no idea that I would be playing in that environment, in this league, the best league in the world, um, in college basketball. And so it's been really just a blessing. And as a competitor, like you said, it's a dream come true because – as a competitor, you want to beat the best. You want to play against the best. And we get that opportunity every night in, from, in some of the best environments in college basketball. And so we're just really trying to live in the moment, enjoy it, and uh, put, for, put forth our best foot every night. Hey, Dallin, you served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, didn't you? I did, yep. Uh, first, really quick, where did you serve? I served in Fresno, California. Okay, Fresno, California. I was just there. I, I call the games for Utah State, and so uh, they just played Fresno State down there. And Scotty loves the food in Fresno. Actually, it's not bad. <laughs> there, there's some, no, there's yeah. some good. There's some good food joints. You ever get the uh, the uh, the Doghouse Grill? You ever get the tri tip down there? That was a lucky day when we got to go there. Yeah, they <laughs> I keep telling hands. <laughs> it's it's one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. Uh, you gotta get out there, hands. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm gonna make my way out there. I, I, at some point, I, I call the uh, the games for the BYU football team. So, Greg and I'll get out there for that. I'm sure at some point. But, well, I guess I. I You're not going to Fresno. I, I guess I don't hope BYU <laughs> no. plays Fresno. I played against Fresno. That's a miserable place to play. So I wouldn't want to <laughs> wish that on the BYU football team. But, um, I just want to have a kind of a little bit of a conversation about being an athlete and leaving on a two year mission and coming back and what your body is and, and your mind is when you came back, was it frustrating? What was it hard? Like, did you feel like you'd lost a step? Did you worry that you maybe lost it forever? Have you regained everything that you had kind of walk me through the mindset and what your body's like pre and post mission? 
Yeah, uh, it was a process. It uh, it probably took me a full year of being back to feel like myself before, um, which I didn't understand or think. Like I thought about after six months of being home, I'm like, I'm back. But then each game, each week, I'd get a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. And, and so it was a process for sure. I remember coming home from the mission. Um, you get to play basketball a little bit in Fresno, obviously. And so I thought I'd be all right. And then we were doing a closeout drill, and, like, my feet wouldn't do it to one side of the court. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and so it was a process. Uh, and it, it was um, – frustrating at times but there were things on the mission that I learned that really helped me in that process and also put me at a higher level maybe as a leader and in my ability to um, be consistent and diligent in my work that I probably wouldn't have had otherwise and so there's pros and there's cons but ultimately like I wouldn't trade my mission for anything and um, now I feel like I'm up to speed and just getting better as the time goes by. All right, we always like to get to know you a little bit as a person as well when we have these conversations. So uh, where do you credit your athleticism from, both mom and dad, a particular parent? Because a lot of times it comes from mom more than it does dad. Where do you, uh, where, where do you feel like uh, your level of ability comes from? <laughs> um, it's probably a, a good split. My mom would like to take all the credit. She was a high jumper in college. Um, a track athlete for Weber State, so she was legit. Um, and she that's where she says my jumping ability comes from. <laughs> but my dad, he played basketball at Salt Lake Community College. Um, he was a big-time player. And so, I mean, I would go 50-50. Um, that's probably how I'd say where it comes from. <laughs> Pretty competitive house. I mean, was even like board game night, would that get crazy? Is that is that how you were raised? Yeah, the the board game was always getting tossed off the table or uh, we usually couldn't finish games. I got a little brother who's playing football at Weber State right now. Uh, he's a big-time athlete, and then my older siblings are competitive in, as well. So, yeah, just like you described it, that's how the vibe is at the Hall home. Dallin, do you have uh, some NIL deals? Do you, do you have different companies that you rep? Are, are you Have you been able to capitalize on this boom of success and what you're doing this year? Um, I have tried to not get too caught up in, in all the NIL stuff, especially during the season. Um, I have a couple deals, but ultimately, like, I'm just trying to stay present and focused during the season and let those things take care of themselves afterward. Yeah, see, I, I always wondered how that worked because I, I always felt like when I was in season, I was so busy with school and with football and with all the responsibilities that I had. I, I, I can't imagine trying to get out there and market myself, especially during the season. Right, yeah, just like you said, especially with what we're trying to accomplish here as a, as a team and a program, we're just trying to stay present and let those things handle themselves after the season. What, de- what degree are you working towards? Right now, I'm uh, pre-business, hoping to get into the strategy program. Nice. Very cool. Well, you know, here's the thing that I think is really fascinating is that, uh, you know, you win a game like that against Kansas, and you want to celebrate, you want to enjoy it, and you should, 
But then all of a sudden you realize, well, we still have a few games left. We still have a conference tournament. We still have NCAA tournament. Like, how hard is it as still a – Still have a road game as, against Iowa State. Exactly. As a player and as a, as a competitor to say that was fun, that was nice, but that's not – the end all be all of our season you still have a lot of goals does that just take a lot of leadership where, where how do you handle that inside the locker room to make sure that that isn't the pinnacle of your season yeah i think uh with all the noise it can be a challenge um the praise but you know if you reflect back to the start of the season when everyone counted us out and we counted ourselves in now everyone's starting to count us in like we're just staying consistent with um who's in this inner circle and trusting in one another. And we had goals that were bigger than just, obviously that was a huge game for the program and, and for BYU basketball, but we have even bigger goals than that for this year. And so we're just staying present, um, taking it one game at a time. And that's kind of the process is just TCU's um, tomorrow. And then we'll move on to the next game after that and let the results take care of themselves. Your coach would be very proud of you with that answer. That was a very good coach speak right Good there. job, Dallin. Uh, that was the right way to answer that. You knocked it out of the park, bud. Yep, good stuff, man. Appreciate hey, Dallin, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we look forward to catching up again here real soon. Keep kicking butt, Dallin. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for your time. I appreciate it. We appreciate you. You got it. Dallin Hall right here on 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone.